Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everyone. I'm Layla, and you're listening to a day of prayers morning Bible study. We're glad that you could join us as we gather together to discuss the Word of God. Before we get into the Word, let Charles, can you open us up in prayer? Yes. Lord, I just thank you for today, Lord. I just thank you for your continual blessings on our lives, Lord. I just thank you for blessing people through this ministry, Lord, and just making it a blessing to ourselves as well, Lord, that we can come together and discuss the Word, Lord, and have different opinions and views about it, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for... How you work in each of our lives individually, Lord, and how you give us our specific gifts and callings in life, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, amen. And welcome, everybody. We're continuing our study with 1 Corinthians, still in chapter 12, or we're continuing with chapter 12. And with that, can I get a volunteer to read from verse 12 through 20, please? I will. All right, I promise. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should, ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, <laughs> is, it not therefore not, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, then where would it be hearing? If the, if the whole were hearing, then where would it be smelling? <laughs> but now, God has sent the members... Each one to them in the body, just as he was, just as he pleased. And if they're all one body, they're all one member. Then what? Then where would the body be? Mm-hmm. But now, indeed, there are many members. Yet one. Oh, wait, yeah. But now, indeed, there are many members. Yet one body. Yes, Amen. There sure are. Absolutely, are many members of one body. All right, so I want to open it up to each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and to ask any questions that you got. All right? Okay. We're all gonna learn and grow together, right? Yes. No, not any one person except Christ has all the information. Well, the Father, who clearly God gives it to His Holy one. Spirit to give to us. <laughs> all right. God is one. Yes. So. Who wants to begin? Does anyone else want to go? Do you want to go? Go ahead. No, you got it. Okay. Um, as I was reading along with Promise, and Paul had said, if all were an eye, where would be the hearing? And if all were hearing, where would be the smelling? And how um, people would say, well, I'm not an eye, so I'm not part of the body. And God just kind of reminded me of how I get caught up on that on that sometimes I think 
I'm not like this person and I'm not doing what this person is doing. So am I less important in God's sight? Am I now in a subordinate position? And that's not the case. God gives us each unique and different personalities for his purpose. And when we try to say it's important, that's when we take it out of context. And that's when you get that feeling of um, subordination or less importance than anybody else instead of being the equals that he created us to be the um, complementary counterparts for each other to mm -hmm. make up the body and to have it one functioning unit. Mm -hmm. Mommy, um, yesterday you had told us that we are we have bodies they're made of bones and then on top of the bones is tissues and between the tissues and the bones are ligaments and um i forgot what the name of it is cartilage there it is and cartilage and then we have skin and it's all put together so that we can function as a human being without the bones we are puddle of goo and without the muscles it's skin and bones so we need <laughs> <laughs> and with no organs we're not alive <laughs> right so we need all the functioning parts but the minute one of us goes i'm not good enough and you remove yourself from god's plan now you cause the other structures to fail just like um if you abuse your kidneys whether by excessive drinking or lack of water you cause all other organs to suffer in some way and now you're not functioning as the whole unit it was designed to be you were designed to be mm -hmm. so he was just reminding me not to remove myself from his plan but to make myself available as you pointed out mommy to mm -hmm. um do whatever it is that he wants me to do and make yourself available for him to do whatever he wants to do with you mm -hmm. amen thank mm -hmm. you sweetheart amen to that amen Promise? Well, one second, right? Oh. So there's, the Lord lets us know that in Scripture, right? And in Psalm 139, there's an acknowledgement that you, the Lord, for you form my innermost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and I know them very well, right? And Jeremiah says something very similar, Right? that the Lord knew him before he formed him in his mother's womb, right? The Lord created everything in each of us suitable for our purpose. He also tells us in Jeremiah 29, right, that he knows the plans he has for us. So, as it goes along with this, right, we are uniquely and wonderfully made. We just read that, right? Yes. Okay. For what purpose? To honor God. Ultimately to do His will. Mm -hmm. That He's our God and we're His people. And whatever He commands, directs, or speaks to us to do. Right? Yes. It, it may not be the same thing. It probably won't be the same thing. There will be some similarities between what He tells you and what He tells me. Some, some common traits right like if you will there are going to be some similarities but ultimately it's gonna it may look different it may sound different it may ultimately look different maybe perceived incorrectly right yes okay but does that matter or is it the lord's perspective on it matters the lord's perspective okay so but, but with that we're not all carbon copies of each other Thank the Lord. Amen. <laughs> All right. 
it would be a, a pretty boring world real quick if we were all carbon copies of each other. But he made us all unique and different for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that's what Paul is describing here with the body. Right? And, and even the examples that, that promise already read. Well, if the whole body's an eye, then how will you hear? Right? So, so if we're all the same, then we would in fact miss out on things that the Lord has designed and purpose for us. But that also means we have to appreciate the things that are not like us. Amen. We talked a couple of days back about, <clears throat> started, I guess, talking about personalities. You know, so there's lots of ways to talk about the personalities, but one way is uh, DISC, D-I-S-C, dominant, influencer, steady, relator, and compliant. Mm-hmm. So the dominant makes up about 18% of the population. I fall into that category. <laughs> that means only one in five people that I run into, I can naturally relate to. And it means that if I'm not careful, that four out of five people I run into can grate on me or get on my nerves, as it were, because they're not like me. And their priorities are different. Maybe they need to just stop and talk for a minute before we get to business, as it were, right? Where I want to get right to business, right? So it's, it's interesting how you have to think about that. Just And just so you know, the... the um, the I is about uh, 30%. The S is about 40% of the population. The C is only 14% of the population. Mm-hmm. And so we have to learn to appreciate those that aren't like us because it is part of God's ultimate design and plan. And remember that they are just as important and just as necessary. It's kind of the opposite of where you were going, Layla. Not to put yourself down, but to remember not to put others down not to become impatient with them or mm-hmm. agitated with them, but to appreciate them that they're necessary for us in that. So, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's a, that's a great point, Dean. Uh, you know, the, we'll even go with the eyes. And I don't mean the disc eye. I mean your natural eye, right? <laughs> it's great. But if there weren't those eyelashes in front of it, you're not going to see a whole lot because all the dust and everything else is going to get in, which is going to blind somebody, right? So every... Thing that the Lord designed, regardless of how great or small, has a purpose and a function. And without it, we can't function as the Lord designed us to function. So yes, be aware of the gifts. And, and, and you can use some natural means like you, you brought up with the disc profile and stuff like that. But no one or nothing is going to tell you what your gifts and your purpose and all those things are like the Lord can, as He reveals them to you and He walks you through how He designed you, teaches you about yourself and your plan and purpose that He gave to you. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we, we also recognize that because it matters. And, you know, uh, sure, people can, can, I'll say, clue you in a little bit as the mm-hmm. Lord reveals to them, mm-hmm. but no one's going to reveal anything like the Lord through His Holy Spirit especially as it pertains to you. So if you're wondering, if you're seeking, hey, what is my purpose here? How do I function? How, what, you know, what gifts has the Lord given me? Ask Him, mm-hmm. and He'll reveal it to you. He will teach you about them and then teach you how to use them for His glory. And that means both in your personal life and also corporately for the body of Christ, to edify it, to 
build each other up and and to help the body mature. Mm-hmm. You, Dean, you brought up the you're a D right on the disc thing, mm-hmm. and how you naturally other the other three um, categories you have to slow down and, and to be to a, to be able to enjoy them. But it's also interesting that when you're around other D's for too long, there can be a little bit of ah, coming out of that. <laughs> it's normal for us to, you know, when we see other people that are like us and they display things about us to us to not enjoy it so much, you enjoy it for a while, but then after time there can tend to be some, some butting of heads in that. Um, so sorry, I keep pumping my mic. Yeah. Sometimes the things that, um, disturb us most and others are the same traits we have ourselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know, the the blessing of the goodness of the Lord is that he does, just like you said, sweetheart, even though we might have some similarities, he makes each one of us blossom. You know, like there's how many color, different colors of daisies that there are. And there's a um, a purpose from God for each one of them, each one of the colors. And it's the same flower. There's similarities in it, but there's a different display of God's beauty coming through them. And, um, so as we appreciate ourselves and appreciate others and and we're allowing God to, um, this is how he said it to me. Let me discover you to you. I was like, God, that's poor English. But (laughs) (laughs) the, the, the thought process of discovery means combing through, searching it over top to bottom and pulling out every intricacy, every detail, studying Mm -hmm. it and learning about it. That's discovery. And then compiling the information and being able to understand it, that's discovery. So he said, let me do that about you to you. Let me tell you what's in there. Specifically to you. Exactly. For you, your purpose, your how, Mm -hmm. or it can have similar gifts, but how you say, honey, right? Mm-hmm. Move and function in the gifts that the Lord's given you mm-hmm. is different than how the, sometimes and how the Lord has me function and move in the gifts that he's given me, even though they can be the same gifts and the same offices and the same roles, but how he has each one of us move and function is different. And that's just between you, know, between you and mm-hmm. I, but it, it carries over, if you will, into the rest of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. All of us, and we're... The thing that binds us is that we love Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're all him in essential, not we're pla- not replacing him, but my arm is certainly me. And I think any <laughs> anyone, if I came towards it with a chainsaw, towards that arm or that leg, you would go, hey, get away from me. And you would protect and defend all of it. So we are his body and we're all here to glorify him. And I love the creativity that God has. If he was so detailed in how he made a tree and how he made a flower and how he made a bird, how intricately and detailed he's made us, not just our natural physical appearance, which has a role as well, very limited, but it does have a role, but how he made our internal being, how he made that to display his majesty and his glory, but also to cooperate harmoniously as a a symphony before him of doing the things in the will of God in the earth. Go ahead, sir. Okay. First, uh, first Lord wanted to show, wanted me to talk about, first, 
he wants to talk, tell me to, tell me to tell everybody else that it, even if it doesn't seem like you're not the most important part of the body of Christ, you're still an important part. Mm-hmm. Just like, let's say, the hand. If peop- if humans had no hands, they won't. They will die off because they can't. Won't be able to hold weapons. The only way will be in their toes or in their mouth. They can't grab a cup of water or grab their food. They die instantly. Well, not instantly. <laughs> they die in a couple of days or months. <laughs> well, depending on what the what organ or function. Right, that that is missing. Exactly, is missing. Depends on lifespan. Now, yes, the Lord is the author of life, Mm -hmm. and He can give it even when it doesn't appear that something can stand. Right, we have clearly uh, been given the example with the Valley of the Dry Bones. There were bones. There was nothing else. Right, and the Lord had uh, the prophet prophesy over the bones. And you saw them form, all right? And he yes. walked you very intricately through each aspect and how the body was being formed. So I also find that, um, you know, uh, I'll say a callback to that. It's very interesting how Paul decides to use that same example, if you will, how the Lord formed the body and, and the body functions if you will, almost taken from Ezekiel and prophesying over the, the dry bones to say, hey, this is how the, the body is formed and functions and should function. And they need these things to attach, right? Just like you brought up, uh, well, within the last couple of days. There, honey. Um, yesterday? Yesterday, yes. Thank you, sir. On mm-hmm. how everything is needed and is purposed and is structured for a reason so that the body, yes, can stand but can also function how it was designed. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. I, I like that reference that you made, honey, because we are the, we are, Jesus is the firstborn from the dead, Amen. but also among many brethren, and we are born from the dead, right? When we were dead in our trespasses, Christ made us alive through his blood and his, his life and our relationship with him. So in essence, we came back from the dead, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's a, a beautiful reference there. Oh, praise the Lord. Continue, sir. Or unless you have you have something else you want to share? Yes, oh, I hold. do. Well, then please continue. And the Lord is also showing me. He brought to my mind. I don't know exactly where it is, but where. I forgot who talks about where. But vessels of honor and vessels of dishonor. That you need the vessels of dishonor. And the Lord gave me an example like, let's say in this earth, most people don't like flies and stuff like that. They mm-hmm. swat it around. But there's no flies and stuff like that. The earth will be filled with poop or other <laughs> waste products. That's true. They they are part of the decomposition process, right? Mm-hmm. They yes. take away the undesirable things and they help break things down. And there's a task for those kinds of creatures in the earth. And mold and all that. That includes spiders, too. I know. <laughs> I know. I respect the goodness of the Lord. However, Mr. Spider, when you cross the threshold, you are subject to my dominion. There it is. <laughs> yes, stay outside, spiders. Hear ye, hear ye. Yes. But no, that's In a good point, sir. Yes. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us. 
So, so you see, even in what we, right, in our natural state or our natural eyes, our natural way of thinking, we consider this thing dishonorable, right? Yes. The Lord still has a plan and a purpose for it. Mm-hmm. He still, I'll say, gets use out of it. It's still ultimately used for His purpose. Right? Yes. Now, it is much better to be a vessel of honor and to build on what you're saying. We can choose to be a vessel of honor. That that comes with a choice. Mm-hmm. And you know when we're talking about the vessels of honor and dishonor, that kind of it it kind of covers a different uh, context scripturally. So like, and what Paul was saying here, if God created you to be a hand, be the best hand you can be. Amen. Don't say you're not needed or you have no part in the body because you're not an eye or something that seems more valuable or important. But the vessels of honor and dishonor is about how we treat our inward man compared to the Lord. Are we doing what's necessary to make ourselves available to him and to align with his purpose and his plans for us or are we choosing to refuse him and by such yield ourselves our body in particular to things that are ungodly and outside of what his plan and purpose is for us so on that regard they're different because Mm -hmm. that's a choice of what you're going to do with what god gave you if you're a hand are you going to be a hand that worships god or a hand that smacks your brother in the face they're different. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. So God is in, and what He's saying in First Corinthians is appreciate who you are and what God designed you to contribute to the body as a whole. Versus and, and contribute it and in excellence out and of love and to, obedience to, to the Father. Freely let let the Lord flow freely through you and appreciate it. Um, but the the vessels of honor and dishonor is whether or not you're going to be in the body or not kind of deal if that makes yes. sense okay yeah but when we when we think about um in relationship to the body we have to watch our own thinking and not think that part of the body is more honorable or less honorable than mm-hmm. the rest mm-hmm. our goal within the body <laughs> is what christ taught us and that's to be the servant that's right. so yeah. that our um place within the body positively accentuates all the other parts of the body absolutely as being a servant to the body absolutely and remembering that it is christ who is the head head is singular he's one it's not me on his shoulder to his body and 15 heads across there there's one head who is christ to the body and then god is the head even in the godhead god the father God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. they have their roles and they are not trying to topple or replace each other. So there's one head in this body of Christ, and that's Jesus. And in that, we worship one who is the Lord Jesus Christ, not other things that we deem or value as more important, making it an idol or even trying to ascend to that place or striving to be like this person, forgetting and forsaking our master. We are striving to be him, be on his level, be what he is pleased with, to be like Christ. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. What else? That was it for me. Okay. Who else has something they want to share? I I do. Well, please (laughs) go, honey. Okay. I, uh, uh, 
a couple of devotionals back, or maybe yesterday, we were talking about looking at things from our position as seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Remember this. First, we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. So if I'm a joint heir with the Messiah, if he didn't put me under his feet, then in my mind, I shouldn't be lowly or unimportant or abased. Am I prideful and arrogant? No. Without him, I'm nothing. I can do nothing. I have nothing and nothing matters without Jesus Christ. That's clear. But in that, I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Meditate on that and let that sink into your heart. All that he is, he made available to us through our relationship with him. And the Holy Spirit is here to make sure we get every bit of what God wants for us. And we rise to the level of maturity that God desires for us. And in that maturity is the the Lord flowing through us freely, being someone that he can trust. Um, so as we're looking back through the various chapters of first Corinthians that we've come through, it seemed for a while that Paul was kind of getting his, his spanky stick out and, you know, wrapping them on the knuckles going, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And in a, if you look at it from a lowly position as amongst the trees, you can't see that he was trying to get them to the, the good stuff, which is now we're in the body. This is what the body gets to do. This is how the body operates. This is how the body flows. And this is what the Lord wants to bring about through us in the earth. And this is how he's going to go about doing it. Mm-hmm. You miss that if you are focused on, well, you're just picking on these people. You're just saying everything's wrong and all the, the disciplinary stuff that we had to go through to get here. All what we'd consider the negative. Right. So if we take a negative perspective, we're only going to see negative. Vice taking our heaven our seat in the heavenly places with christ and we can say hey wait he had to address all those things so we could understand but now now he's getting to the core of what he really wants them and us today to know and to understand so we can move forward and not always be caught up in the negative and doing the same sinful actions that separate us from our lord and savior but now we can understand or begin to understand and learn and grow and function in the body of Christ, in alignment with him. Mm-hmm. Now we get to have fun. We get to get to the the life that we're looking for. I didn't join up with Jesus to keep sinning and keep my life the same way that it was outside of him. That makes no sense to me. I came to Christ because I was, I was weary. I was heavy laden and I needed him to give me rest. But if I never put off the things, if I never look from his perspective and go, oh, there's a plan going on here, Lord. It's not just don't, don't, don't. It's, but you're saying get this stuff out of the way so we can get to the do, do, do. I get, to, I get to do these things, and now we're walking in triumph and victory that I'm looking for. Oh, great. So as we walk about our life, remind yourself, sit with, sit with Christ in heavenly places. Not try to replace him. Don't, don't sit in his lap and try to knock him off his throne and you start trying to govern things, but sit with him and go, okay, Lord, let me see from your perspective. What is it that you're looking at? Remember in all things that God is working this plan, that he is our God and we are his people. He is restoring all things to the father to put them back in his rightful place, which is what um, Paul is referencing here. Verse 13. For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greek, whether slaves or free, and all have been made to drink into one spirit. We have a place. The restored heavenly community being returned back to the father without spot or blemish. That that's the whole sum up in Revelation. 
but you see that through the scriptures. So if we're looking from his perspective, he's working this plan. What's my role? First, come to him so he can participate. He can manifest what he wants in my life and that it's good. I get to enjoy that blessing, but he's also able to do what he wants. But then don't throw roadblocks and God and your own way by continuing and allowing these um, unhealthy behaviors to run ruckshot because they keep you from the get to get to. We get to do, do, do these things. And there's nothing good outside of Christ. So whatever he moves is in an effort to just bring us closer to him. And if you can see that, oh, oh God, this is the plan you're working. Okay, then you can cooperate with him. And this is how I think of it for me personally. Stay out of God's way. God is trying to bless me. All I got to do is just get out of his way and let him do what he's already set out to do. That's a good, good perspective. But the more accurate perspective is let's cooperate with God mm-hmm. and his plan. Let's participate with him in what he's telling us to do. Absolutely. And then we will really see the fullness of the Lord and his glory and his goodness manifest throughout the earth. So we're going from reverse, which is fighting against God. It's like going in reverse. Right. Then to neutral, which is get out of his way. And then drive is cooperate with them. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) A complete reverse. All right. But isn't that what repentance is? It is a, if you study how Hebrew, it's very pictorial. And repent is a, is a turning. It is turning away like a, a complete 180 from what, what we were doing and how you were functioning before. And it is a, not just turning, but now there's a moving in the complete and opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And as it pertains to, like I said, repentance, and in our walk with the Lord, it is now moving and turning towards or back to Him. To go forward with the Lord. Amen. He doesn't go backwards. He goes forward. So, uh, I'll say to, we're going to pause there for today. There's a lot in there, right? But uh, I just want to encourage you. Seek the Lord for, to, as you said it before, honey, let the Lord disclose or discover you to you. Reveal you to you. Right? It matters. And, after he reveals or discovers you to you, right? Then let him teach you about how you are to function, right? We can only do it with his thoughts and his ways. Mm-hmm. So let him teach you about you and how he purposed for you to function. And of course, it's through the leading of his Holy Spirit, of course. But there are also specifics in there that he wants to teach you and reveal to you and then you will see and have the opportunities to move and function how he intended and he planned and he purposed from even before you were formed in the womb amen 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 all right can i get a volunteer to close out in prayer please i will all right layla Lord, I just thank you for your goodness, Lord. And I thank you for sending the Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth, Lord, to bring us along that track and that path that you have for us, Lord, and the good things that you have purposed to bless us with, Lord, and our destinies and our futures, God. 
And I ask that you will continue to bless our listeners and our partners, Lord, and continue to minister to them their needs, Lord, and to reveal yourself unto them more, Lord. And I ask that you will make it easy for them to follow you, Lord, and for them to see you, God. And I just thank you for everything that you've been doing, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.